Evening, everybody. It's Tuesday night. It's 9.05. Uh, thank you for staying through the end of the Superstation's presentation of the Beastmaster. Again. It's time for What's on Joe Mind. Oh, thank you. And uh, please bear with us. We're, we're having some light technical issues. Uh, we're, we're fighting the dreaded echo one more time. Uh, so if it doesn't get any worse, we'll be okay. But otherwise, um, you might see Mike throwing a lot of wires and shit around. But uh, if but it gets worse, there. if it gets worse, we'll be amazing. Right. <laughs> yeah. Activate the super chat. Right. We'll, we'll get to uh, we'll get to hear all of the greatest praise that you want to hear Joe Slepsky uh, from Joe on Joe podcast read with an echo effect. Uh, extreme, 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 extreme. We'll get to that momentarily. Uh, until then, enjoy our kick-ass theme song. <laughs> On Joe Mind, we are a fan cast throughout the world of G.I. Joe. I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. How's the world doing tonight? Ooh, can't wait. All right. read, read, read my tagline. You'll see how I'm doing. Yeah, right? <laughs> School's out for the summer. One of the best episodes of The Muppet Show ever. <laughs> but, uh, Matt Rubin says we sound okay. The echo might be on our end. Yeah, we're pretty sure that it is. But uh, that doesn't mean that it's not affecting recording and all that other stuff. So uh, the last thing we want is that echo to be on this end and then have the recording that that, that StreamYard sends to YouTube for the lasting, you know, for the everlasting copy of that something that gets uh, screwed up by, by audio problems. So somebody had a boxing match going on? Yeah, it sounds like someone's lightly kicking a door. It might be my kids. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it is summer, so I figured you had them locked up in the basement or something. No, no, one of them's not home yet. So for, for those of you who haven't played Emma Bingo before, my 10-pound dog will scream bloody murder at some point in the show when someone who lives here returns home. Right. At some not point, you. isn't that just like the free space on the bingo card? Just worst guard dog ever, right? <laughs> not you, though, because she doesn't really like you. No, she'll yell at me. And then when she sees me, she's like, oh, God, that guy. Oh, it's that one. It's number four. That's that it. guy who, who financed my existence. Fourth round draft pick. That's me. But uh, he's here in the top row. He's the former head of G.I. Joe, uh, former head of marketing for the G.I. Joe brand at Hasbro. It's the hot show, Mark Weber. That's right. The once and future king. Yeah, probably not. But whatever. Good <laughs> to be here. <laughs> it's always good being on the show. And... Uh, since I'm always rocking, since I don't have a giant impressive toy case to put behind me to, to validate my uh, my uh, spot here in front of Mike, since it was Memorial Day this week, we're rocking. Greatest sun devil of them all, Pat Tillman up there. So good to be on the show, rocking that PT-42. There you go. As opposed to PT-40, but still. Hey, PT-40's fine, but nah. Never, yeah. went, never went to the Rose Bowl as a Cardinal. Right, right. Uh, they, 
shoot, they might have played home games at the Rose Bowl. They probably wouldn't have been there at the Cardinal. There you go. But <laughs> he is, he is, of course, the greatest lava bear of them all. That's me. Yes, greatest lava bear. Of all Look, time. Man, everybody who went to Arizona State at this point, lava bears. I Actually, know it's not right. I know it's not. I know it's not the case. Yeah. But I am molding all of your your team mascots together. They're all lava bears. There was well, last time I went back, I looked at their wall of fame to find Ryan Longwell, the NFL kicker, because he was, you know, oh, yeah. obviously the best athlete to ever come out of Bend High. And I found I'm going to forget which one it was, either Scott or Eric Stemke, who were twins, and they were shorter than me and three years younger than me. But I worked with them at the video store, and one of them was up on the wall of fame, and I'm like. How did Stemke get in the whole thing? Nice enough kid, but little dude, he had like a purple heart and a silver star. Oh, wow. Right? Like he was a big deal as far as courage went in combat. So greatest lava bear, not me, but I'm in the discussion. <laughs> Nobody's upset when you get brought into the chat. Huh? Yeah, it's a short list. Really. Right. In <laughs> the bottom row, uh, you can see he is uh, beginning his shiftless layabouting in earnest school is over um our professional educator rack time rob hi everybody so uh the the giant stack of comics that you're not caught up on will be done in what day i don't know i i'm getting i'm getting a lot caught up uh you know what in the mornings as i'm trying not to disturb you as i hear you trying to fitlessly try and get back to sleep as they're i don't know re-roofing or painting or whatever right yeah it's uh, we, we're gonna have to have a talk with the, the property manager I, you know we can't have a talk with them. i i cannot be upset about normal maintenance to make the place where we live better mm. like they have to do it sometime so i can't be mad about them painting the house or i can't be mad about them redoing the roof it's just annoying you know but what, what can you do Rob, classic little brother move, giving your, uh, giving, or big brother move, sorry, given Mike's funky schedule, the second he finally manages to fall asleep, you go right up to him and in his ear go, I'm Batman. I, 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 um, that's too cruel. Do it. I don't wake yeah. up. It's, uh, no. It's, yeah, no. You're done. No, there, it's, <laughs> my, my shift ends at 8 a.m. And so I'm in my room and, and unconscious by about 10 after. And, and the uh, the maintenance really doesn't get started in earnest till about 10.30. So there's a couple hours of, of real sleep where I am dead to everything. And then the power tools and, uh, and the loud beeping and things like that start. Like they tore down the entire mail structure that houses all the mailboxes behind us last week and, and rebuilt a new one in the space of about four days. And they did this all during the time when I would normally be unconscious. Oh, that's I mean, harsh. really trick the, 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 the real key to here, the, the real, the real message is stop working overnight. Mm, yeah. That, that's pretty much, that's the message. Yeah. I, I, I can't, I can't complain about them, you know, doing some long overdue maintenance. I, right. You know, right. I, I mean, just as someone who's paying, you know, paying rent here. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. There, there's, there's no complaint there. I am not, I do not begrudge them this one bit. Uh, I hope they stay safe and, and hydrated. Well, if you miss the random piercing loud noises, once they're done, you can borrow my dog. Right. Yeah. Forever. Right. I mean, I, for a while. I had, for a while. and they used to try to attack 
and, and I don't know this for certain. I only know these stories secondhand. But they used to try and attack my feet uh, when it was time for them to be eaten. Right? No, not time for them to be eating. eating. No, you got it right. Being <laughs> is, is what I meant to say. And uh, and apparently, <laughs> all that resulted in was cats getting launched across the room because I would just kick them in my sleep. <laughs> it just nope. I did that. The also, in the bottom row. He is the host of the Joe on Joe podcast. He is our special guest host this evening. Um, and he's doing something special on his own program. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But Joe Slepsky is back on the program. Hello again, everybody. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be back. I always love being on the show. Good. I always, always love talking about kicking cats. Right. <laughs> I'm at a point in my life where I'm probably more a cat person than a dog person, right? Yeah. Like uh, whatever, I could I could interrupt my schedule and take them for walks three times a day, or every other day I can spend ten minutes and scoop out a box. Yeah, you know what? You, you make a valid point. Days. Yeah. You make a valid point. That's the but, one right there. But the trade-off, though, is that dogs actually want to be in the same room with you. I, look, Cat, I, cats tolerate you. I I will admit that that cats are a bit more of a crapshoot. But I've had four cats, and three of them have been absolutely delightful. Oh, that's great! Yeah, snuggle bear type animals. So I I agree with you. When you do get those cats that are like, "Hey, I want to hang out," it is more rewarding than than right ninety percent of dogs because dogs just always are like, "Yeah, what's up? Yeah, let, I mean, let's lick cool. let's lick butts." You know, yeah. I love like, you. I love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 When, everybody. When you get that cat that wants to be up in it, you're right. Totally. Dogs are always down for the hang. Look, grew up with dogs. I have nothing against dogs. A good dog is 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 your best friend. But but man, I'm just I they're too. I can't keep up with that energy at this point in my life. How come GI Joe never did a cat? Well, Dusty had Sandstorm. Yeah, that's just. Uh, I would say it's a feline. I'm talking about an actual cat, like like a co. And it would probably be a cobra. You know, like like give the Baroness a cat. Why don't you do a version of the Baroness with a cat? You know, with like like villain purring motion i mean that was a thing already bond was doing it already in the 70s or or, or maybe when uh, when you're doing a gi joe headquarters there's just some random cat yeah like, yeah the, the bodega cat of right the right <laughs> totally you know they've got one to keep the rodents in check oh diana says sandstorm was a coyote and aren't coyotes coyotes are like wolves dogs right yeah coyotes are just different yeah. So where's yeah? There's no there's no cat. There's Max Spearhead. 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 Yeah, you're right. Good point. But I want a house cat. Actual house cat. You got, you got junkyard. Give me, fill in the blank. I think they well, knew. As, that the, as cat the comments was, say, we've got chunky tank kitty. Now. That's it. The cat is trying <laughs> to drive the tank. Right. And we do have we do have some more chunky tank kitty news. Uh, via our good friend Michael Kleppinger, who, who will be the, the, the gentleman selling Chunky Tank Kitty to the world at Joe Fest on Ju uh, June 9th through the 11th. So, but um, Walter McLeod's got his uh, a community, community notice there, uh, some adventure team imagery up over on my Dios page on Facebook. Uh, with all the Real American Hero spotlight, I felt Colton's era expanded. Or El Colton's era needed some attention. 
at living the adventure dios maybe we'll add a cat with the mars man of evil well there you go that would be awesome yeah cats totally should be on like the the evil side they should be on the cobra or oh, yeah. you know, mars uh, yeah had the right idea. yeah and and it sets up a natural rivalry with with junkyard uh, look i'm just saying you can have a natural yes. rivalry with junkyard with the gi joe pit bodega cat mm. oh also that too sure yeah yeah who has like, obviously a collar with a little uh, medallion on it that says front towards enemy. <laughs> <laughs> or it's a grenade pin. I want to see Cobra Cat Herder and it's just like some frustrated, stressed out looking guy. <laughs> Matt Matt Rubin, you're Matt Rubin, you're exactly right. Like the, when her cat shows up, they know that they know that she's been snooping around in their yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I keep, I keep missing the button. You guys are firing comments so fast. That, uh, <laughs> but, uh, Jeff Butler notes that Synthoid Duke had a natural rivalry with Junkyard. So, <laughs> but he wasn't it's true. It's Actually, true. It was kind of an unnatural rivalry. Right. right. But... That was the whole point. Yeah. We, we covered that in pretty good depth over on Michael Mercy's channel. Oh, Photo Viper, Outback absolutely needs a raccoon as an animal companion. You're 100% correct there. Codename Trash Panda. Yeah. A hundred percent, but with an opposable thumb, which yeah. is rare. In yeah, the, and then uh, everyone, and then everyone hold weapons, and then everyone takes their rocket raccoon toys and they yeah. they customize it and give them, you know, give them Uzis and stuff. Right, you give Rocket Raccoon an Uzi and poof, he's a joke. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Given what is it? What is it? M one nine M nineteen one one eight. Uh, Jason Berg asks, hey, what's on Joe Mind? Any word on Carson's collecting the Art of G.I. Joe book? I thought it was supposed to ship in the spring. Uh, he has just been adding content. I know they send out uh, notes pretty regularly on that one, so the best place to get the up-to-the-word, up-to-the-moment word is on the Kickstarter page for that book. Uh, they, he, he updates pretty regularly. Uh, not not to kick forward, but, uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes you want to get this stuff done right. It does take a little more time. Uh, and uh, once that sucker gets done, printing a book is is not the same as putting together action figures. So it's a much it's a much faster process once it actually gets it's done. hit button, right? Send. Yep. And for an uh, like an omnibus style thing, take your time, get it right. Right. I don't need an appendix. You know, I want the I want the I want the full collection. And and he always delivers. Those projects are always fabulous. So right, right. Those uh. Look, anytime you're on a Kickstarter, so long as you're making progress, uh, really the the time of completion is always needs to be a little flexible. So, mm -hmm. given Carson's track record, it will be it will be completed and it will be fantastic. Yes, mm -hmm. completely. Right. So we, we're working on getting it in soon. So we might ask him that when when it's time. And then I'm going to white out his name on the front and write my name on it. <laughs> Right? And take credit for his work. And take total credit for his work. No, wait. I can't think of anybody who would try to do that. Uh-oh. Oh, Mark. I don't think I know that. I don't think I know that story, but... Oh, well, we'll tell you off air. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. I'm not... I didn't mean anything by that. Here. Come on, man. I didn't mean anything by that. Starting starting rivalries. Not even Rachel, I completely agree with you, Rachel. Gadget's nemesis was absolutely Destro with a cat. You're 100% correct. Well, if you watched the last two seasons of Super Friends, it was Darkseid. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Destro was Darkseid? No. Uh, any sense. 
the, the, the voice of the voice of Doctor Claw was the exact yeah. same that they used on Super Friends for Darkseid. Oh, okay. And his cat was Calabac. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Basically, yeah. Basically. It's like if Doctor Claw just, you know, used intergalactic space technology to try and marry Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. With a boom tube. So <laughs> Something like that. That's not mine. Yeah, that's frequent frequent show on Joe co-host uh, Shirley Feeney. My, my chihuahua mix. I'll mute for a sec. Please continue. <laughs> Can we go back to the argument about how dogs are better than cats? She's guarding my house, Mark. She's, she's someone. Someone had the temerity to walk past the front of my apartment building. Right. The temerity! Right, die, you person coming home. Is, is, uh, is your friend? Uh, is your friend Colin in the cat house tonight, Mark? No, he's uh, he's he was around here somewhere, but I'm not sure where he. <laughs> I just beamed the dog with a pencil. <laughs> Well, everybody at home, uh, you can take note that uh, episode 264 is when we finally went to the dogs. Man. Oh. Tonight hey. on Wild awesome. awesome. Emma, did you terrify that guy who lives here? The good news is everyone's home now. Dogs so and the, cats living together. Bastard. The only thing, the only <laughs> trick we have left in Emma's book, aside from pooping in the house, is when my son goes upstairs, she may stand on the stairs behind me and whine so I can hear how much she's uh, unhappy with what she's got left. Right. Yeah. (laughs) You you are the worst, man. I I think that's been scientifically proven. Fair enough. That out of four Webbers, you you are the least popular. That's why you're on this show. And I'm always the first one down and the last one to leave the main floor. Like, we, we couldn't book the rest of the family, so we settled for you. <laughs> right. Like I said, fourth-round draft pick. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Matt Rubin notes that he's glad he's wearing headphones or his dog would have went off. Let's uh, set Diana Davis's dogs off. See? Doug Dello's dog went. Yeah. So, yeah, we're All we're right. Doing... Yeah. Oh, First look. Uh, Jeff Butler said his cat just went wild. The next oh, move no, ever. Wait. Everyone start telling Alexa to do stuff. Because cats react the same way I react to some dog voices. They go, Alexa, Alexa, subscribe to What's on Joe Mind. You know, I used to have one of those. I would just see random times when the the little ring would light up slowly and then go off on its own. Like, I'm the only person in the apartment. I don't have the television on. And it would just go off. So I, I... I unplugged Alexa. I I was done. That was Bezos eavesdropping. Just check it out. See seeing what uh, what's on Joe Mind was up to. People happy with comicsology? Let's fix that. (laughs) We'll we'll paint your wagon, comicsology customer. Remember, if you're following us on YouTube tonight, go ahead and give us a thumbs up. Uh, Subscribe to the channel. Uh, You guys are getting a little slack with the likes lately. Give us. Make sure you do. That's just click a button, man. Just right there. Uh, if you're on YouTube, uh, or rather, if you're on Facebook, thank you for tuning in there as well. Go ahead, give us a thumbs up, give us a heart, give us a little huggy guy. Uh, we do love little huggy guy. Those are the things that drive the algorithms wild over there. Um, we've have a number of little huggy guys already. 
Uh, and of course, if you're listening to us at home uh, via Podbean or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever your fine podcasts uh, are gathered, uh, go ahead and leave us a uh, leave us a review. You know, give us something over there. We haven't had any of those in a while. Uh, help help stir the engines there. We have a good number of folks who only subscribe via audio, and, and so yeah. still, even after all the time we've we've been on YouTube now. It really helps. It yeah. Genuinely, you hear it on all the podcasts. Everyone says it, but the reason everyone does is it actually helps. They all, all these systems, they all have trackers. They and the, and the more attention something gets, they'll move it to the top of their rankings because they think people who, you know, use their platforms want to discover new things, and this seems to be popular. So it, it genuinely helps. It takes two seconds. Yeah, David Allen says I sound like I'm in a stadium. I say that that's because I am audio dynamite. Mm-hmm. Um. Cow batting. Photo Viper says he hit like, but only because he wanted to. Well, good. We're glad yeah. you like. I'm we just hate saying. Hate peer pressure. We have yeah. folks who show up every week and, and like us every week and then don't hit that button. That is madness. Mm-hmm. Madness. You see all those likes out there? Right. Give to us all the likes. For, for yes. all the people out there that think that, that if you tune in every week, but you don't want to get caught up in the Google machine... You know, no, they already know you're tuning in every week. They are already cultivating all your other other yeah. uh, interactions in that app around it. Uh, you might as well just, just like and subscribe. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. All right, uh, Sean Russell, with the note that I have made many times, <laughs> I'm Audio people have it easy, right? Especially with what? You can don't tell you well, don't you broadcast this with a, like a, a tag of like S and M, like like it's just sadomasochistic to want to watch the YouTube of this, right? Right. I, again, Some with, Joe Colton, with Joe yeah. Colton. Yeah. Oh, it was with Joe Colton gone? No, no. If she's, you don't have to tag him. She's on the show. Congratulations, by the way, uh, on the three uncles here to the to the baby Joe Colton. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it not not yet. Not yet. Oh, okay. Can't wait. Well, we're excited. It's it's imminent, right? Uh, yes. We are, due date is June third. Oh. I wanted to make sure we got to before the calendar. The listed due date is June third. Could be any time now. So uh, exciting! If you are following us on social media, which we've got all of our all of our links down below, uh, we will certainly explode. Uh, when we, <laughs> when we get news, it's uh, going to be like Panda Watch on Anchorman. Right, right. Uh, we, we may we may go with the ten day long live stream, uh, waiting young mango habanero cult. I may oh. end up in a pit of bears. Yeah, you want you want a spoiler? She ain't making June third. No way. <laughs> oh my God, no. No. And, and, and I'm Jason. Not... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Well, one. I think. Uh, what if the kids' first words are like Optimus Prime? Um, <laughs> I'm going to guess that that's a kid that is going to live at the fire station very soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, uh, my lighting is poor. I don't I don't have, like, a studio. I'm not usually on camera, uh, as you can all see why. Dude, but also, also I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a pale Polish kid from Chicago. So, it doesn't this take is, light. This, yeah, it doesn't take much to, you know. Dude, they called you whiter than me. <laughs> Them fighting words. Well, you're, uh, Mark, are you Irish? A little bit. Yeah. I'm about, got, I'm like 25% Irish, 25% German, 50% amazing. Yeah, I got that plus Polish, so. Okay, there you go. Uh, a whole uh, lot of pale here. Well, I'm, so, I'm sorry about that whole <laughs> 1930 whatever stuff. 
chocolates here. I apologize. Hey. David, old news. I have so many jokes. He liked the Eternal Baseball podcast, even though there were three Yankee fans on on Sunday. Hey, look at that. And and what happened to those Red Sox on Sunday? Mm. And then they won. And then they won game two the next day. Right. We dealt with them. That's exactly right. Now there you go. That's bold, Mike. Whatever button you hit there. Okay. That's like turn it up today. Right. A little song. A little dance. A little seltzer down the pads. Push the Alvin button and see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, the Hall of Justice. (laughs) I don't know if you were familiar with the audio only days, but I used to do do Ted Baxter as a bit. From from a submarine that you're currently in? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Ted Baxter. I mean, Ted Baxter is is awesome. We're working on it. That's better. Yeah. All right. We're going to go with it. I'm, I'm catching my own echo, so we'll, we'll see. At some so point. We have Mike read stuff. Right. So, so Rob was off school today and spent the whole day pushing buttons on your audio board just to see what might happen tonight. Probably. Yeah. What did I tell you about playing with his drum set? Anyways, we've uh, we've listed enough. This was my morning. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good that's a good one. We do have a lot to get. Engelhart, right? Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> oh, I just got unplugged. Uh oh. We may have to go to an episode of F Troop. Man, there, there was a Beastmaster too. Oh, I love Beastmaster. And three. We we watched an episode of uh, a Bosom Buddies the other day, and they must have lost the rights to the Billy Joel song in the beginning. Oh, okay. And whatever replacement song changes the whole vibe of the show. It was not oh, as yeah. enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, I know he did not sing the actual theme song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just, you know, it sets it the mood. Song. It was shocking. It came on, and Toilet Teal and I were like, what? This isn't, you know. It's like when you watch old WWF videos or, or random territory videos and they don't have the rights to the music anymore. Yeah. And they yep. just dub in something random and terrible. If my mic's hotter, I can turn that down. I mean I can't I can't turn this down. Right. But I can There's turn no the way. mic down. Yeah, I can turn the mic down. Just this is just me. He's just having trouble modulating the sound. Yeah. Are you making fun of me because I don't know how to modulate the sound of my voice? It's a real thing, Tina. <laughs> Love that. Man. He's in that. He's in the Barbie movie. We saw the uh, trailer for the, the new trailer for the Barbie movie. I didn't know Will Ferrell was in it. He's in it. I think he's the bad That's, guy or something in it. His, yeah. He's always the best when he's just uh, around for like three or four scenes just to steal the entire yeah. movie. Yeah. Right? I can't. I love yeah, Will he's Ferrell, the best. I'm a big he's fan. Better in small bits. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait for that Barbie movie. Looks amazing. Yeah, it'll probably be a really good time. I hope so. I don't like Orange Cassidy though. So, <laughs> who's? Well, I don't get that reference. It's a Ryan Gosling looking wrestler who's terrible. Oh. <laughs> They 
his I his see. whole his whole shtick is just basically I'm skeevy denim guy. Pretty Isn't much, it? yeah. I mean, it's I I don't understand that. But the and, guy and who the, the guy who owns and runs the company is his biggest fan. So first match every Wednesday, here comes Orange Cassidy. Oh and it sounds like and he sounds like a, a crappy beverage from the mall. Yeah. I mean, that's just, it's just, what the hell. Or it's like the uh, uh, the faker version of David Cassidy, right? Like from He Man, <laughs> faker. <laughs> like Skeletor's like I I cloned you, He Man. Yeah. With Orange Cassidy. Now go, now go and infiltrate the Partridge family. Yeah, you will ride the bus <laughs> and sing with the young redheaded hey. drug addict. I think I hate you. <laughs> uh, uh, Dale's on taking over. Uh, we'll, we'll be out of here by nine forty-five. All right, bus. Let's go. <laughs> Stay tuned for F Troop. Working on a schedule here. Got to got to be done by the uh, top of the hour. <laughs> so uh, we had here in Barrington, uh, we have a Memorial Day parade that goes right down our street. It's a pretty good parade, not great, but pretty good. And years ago, it was the best thing ever. Uh, Derek, my son, is a fantastic soccer player, but was a uh, a uh, non-focused baseball player. Uh, so when they tried to play him in the infield and line drives whizzed right past his head with no discernible reaction, they thought, yeah, right field is probably the best place for you. But he was on a little league team that was marching in the parade and he got dog sick with the stomach flu. This is like 10 years ago. And so poor Derek was sitting on our front porch wearing the uniform he would have marched in and just sitting there sick as a dog. Next to a bucket. Pretty much. And the parade was coming by and then his team came by and he waved to him and they saw him and they were handing out like bad candy. Right. It's all stuff that can't melt. So it's all mungsy rolls. We call that mung. Yeah. Dumb dums. Nothing. You know what mung is. You know mung. It's the the orange and brown candies. The the wax wrapper ones. There's nothing that can melt. Right. Yeah. So, but they saw Derek and they were happy to see him and they happened to be armed with Jolly Ranchers. And did I mention they were a little league team, right? So all of a sudden, like 18 kids just start pelting my house with Jolly Ranchers. We were fine. I found some like three years later. Oh, and that had to be a sticky... Out in the house, like in the gutters and stuff like that, that had to be a sticky mess. It was like they meant well, and it was funny when we started, but then all of a sudden, you just those hurt, man. You get hit by a Jolly Rancher at full speed. <laughs> pow, pow, pow. All right, we're back. Hey, look at this. Everything, everything just cut out on me, so I had to, I had to bust out for a second. We fill. Well, I took over because I've done fill-in host work before, right? And we just wrapped up the news. So what'd you yeah. get in, Mike? That good, huh? <laughs> yeah. You didn't even have control of slides. We discussed. <laughs> we discussed where the GI Joe comic books going. We discussed yeah, we the did, next GI Joe movie. Hard. Yeah, we did. It's all been hard. covered. It's we all been covered. This. Hey, it's it's time for community calendar. Wow, we made Adult Swim. 
That's the tannest right. I've ever looked in my life. I don't wear a hat that often, though. <laughs> hat means but, bad hair day. Right. But uh, remember, if you've got a show that you want to see in the community calendar, uh, let us know at whatsonjoemind at gmail.com. And so first up, you saw the, the title already. Uh, Joe Fest is coming up June 9th through the 11th in Augusta, Georgia. That is the Augusta Toy and Comic Con, if you're searching for it online, uh, also known as Joe Fest. Other guests, uh, along with Larry Hama, Brian Atkins, Robert Atkins, Chad Barris, Lisa Raccio, Adam Riches, Sergeant Slaughter, Keota Young, many, many more of your favorite guest vendors and toy makers from the assorted worlds of geekery and daring do. Joe Slepsky, you making the trip? Uh, no. I just got back from a personal vacation, so uh, this was not in my cards. But I do want to make it one year. It's just every actually, you know what? I gotta yeah, maybe next year. Uh, every year I usually have something around this time, so right. it's always rough. It's always rough for me to do a back-to-back trip, but I think maybe next year. That's all right. So yep, yeah, that is uh, not this weekend, but next. So uh, be sure to check that out if you're anywhere close to the area. Get your tickets online. I believe it's JoeFestUSA.com. Uh, you can get more, all the details on their Facebook page too, so that's probably the best place to go for for up to up to the date details. Uh, a non psychedelic community. How much? How much less do you have to have for it to be non psychedelic? Good lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, next up. Uh, that same weekend on the tenth is the Maryland Toy Expo at the Maryland State Fairgrounds in Timonium, Maryland. That is from 10 to 5. 10 bucks gets you in the door. $15 will get you in two hours early for VIP. Kids 10 and under are free. Uh, tickets and information are available at MarylandToyExpo.com. Uh, they've got several guests there as well, including, as far as we're concerned, Laura Lester, the voice of Barbecue from Sundown, will be at the show on the June 10th. Uh, he is also... Perhaps best known as Robin and Nightwing from Batman the Animated Series in its various forms. Mm-hmm. It's too bad that guy left to find a Batman the Animated Series podcast last week or he would have <laughs> found out about this. Yeah. <laughs> but we wish him well. What was, it like a, like, was it like a comedy club? A guy stood up and was like, I can't handle this. I'm out of here. Yeah, well, basically, we had a guy show up uh, early last week. Uh, started trying to to coach everybody on what what he what he wanted to discuss on the show, despite the fact that we we make it pretty obvious in our thumbnails and our descriptions what we're going to talk about. Sure. And uh, so he he put that he put tries to coach up the crowd first off, uh, then puts us down while we're going, and then says that we're boring and he's going to go find a Batman the Animated Series podcast instead. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, dude, you have a good time. Yeah, you have fun oh, with that. man, internet's wild, man. Internet's wild. People yeah. just people just wild out. It's and, it's it's unacceptable, but awesome. Yeah, I mean it's live it's live television. So. Uh, Was he, Matt? That's funny. He's still out there. Oh, that's funny. Why are you oh, yeah. setting up GI Joe podcasts for Batman the Animated Series stuff? He's some kind of urban terrorist. Maybe uh, he thinks it's a man bat, and or you know, like. Uh. Hey, and our regulars are fantastic, right? Yeah, right. and, and don't take this the wrong way. They're totally coachable. If we throw <laughs> something out there and say, hey, what about this? We want to hear. We get tons of good feedback from them. They know what they're talking about. But they're not just going to be led because they're here. <laughs> right. By new Yahoo. Right? Yeah. Come on now. 
X-Ray Bandicoot wants to compliment the Wes Anderson community calendar intro. <laughs> that too, that is more from Absorbid. Uh, so thanks to him for all of our, uh, most of our community calendar uh, intros. We're uh, trying to get the podcast into Sundance. Can right, we, that, can, that's can a we, new name. Welcome to the show, X-Ray Bandicoot. Can we find the Batman the Animated Series podcast and go talk G.I. Joe in it? Like all of us? That'd be great. Look, I, I, I would I, break down and be, just be talking back. If I yeah, am, that, that was what I was thinking is that Ragtime <laughs> Rob would probably go Seth Rollins on us. Right. <laughs> if right. we never get between, him back. Who are those guys? <laughs> between Rob and, and Joe Slepsky, I, I don't think Mark and I would have a lot to contribute to that conversation. Oh, we'll carry the load, though. We'll yeah, talk. Yeah, I, we'll talk Batman all day. Yeah, like, Rob's, so, Rob's just using us to get to his Batman podcast. Eventually. That's yeah. That's fine. That is. Oh, uh, that is. The, this they is a are the, pilot. They are. The, they're the Arn and Ric Flair of that particular Horseman category. <laughs> <laughs> on that vacation, I was on. Uh, we spent three days in a in a uh, house in New Orleans, and, and I claimed one TV was only going to show Batman the entire weekend, and that's all it did. Batman movies, Batman, you know, Batman cartoons. I just because I wanted to watch Batman all weekend. As anytime we came back to the uh, to the casa. In that analogy, Mike, am I Barry Windham or Paul Roma? This is a big it, difference, dude. It doesn't matter at that point. You you you're going to be watching, is what it's going to be. Yeah, fair enough. Those guys are they're they're going to go. Uh, figure six pack asked, "Did we hear the the news on the GI Joe reference of the Transformers movie?" Yes. yes, we'll probably get to that in the news. No. Hang on to those questions, man. Hang on to those questions. All right, fair enough. Oh, Firefly's got a good point. He said he missed this person. We don't. Yeah, no, we didn't miss him at all. (laughs) In fact, he he tried to leave some comments on the video afterwards, so I just made sure he wasn't going to come back. (laughs) Good. Yeah, he's he's just out. That's the first guy we haven't liked since Renegade Biker. Yeah, like, it's it's not... uh, It's not real difficult to get banned. Mm Mm-mm. From the what's on Joe Mine live chat. Good, very smart. Yeah, like you, you, like I'm I'm all for you guys having fun. I want you to be loose and have a good time, but don't try to disrupt the show. You know, don't don't. It, it, same as being in the mailbag, right? Don't be a dick, and everything's going to be fine. Show up. Let's talk Joe. Let's hang out. Let's have our in jokes. Let's do our thing. Uh, but let let's not show up and and try to make it all about me 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 because that's not going to go over yeah. well. The band hammer is heavy, but it swings easy. I right. once banned Rob for being next to a guy. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. And Mark's the, out of control. And he came back to host, co-host the show. So Yeah. <laughs> Lead the Yankees to glorious victory. That's right. Uh, same weekend, Romo Toy Fest is in Pasadena, California. Uh, that is going to be at the Pasadena Convention Center. I will be there. Ooh-hoo. Will you be paying VIP for $25, $30 at the door, including your exclusive pin? Fuck no. <laughs> so you'll be general door. admission $15 or $20 at the door. Hell yeah. Well, you'll be hey. able to see famous Joe artist Jamie Sullivan. You'll also nice be guy. able to see uh, animation director Larry Houston, uh, the voice of Blur, John Mashita Jr., and several other guests from the world of comic books and animation. Yep. Tickets and information at robotoyfest.com. It's always a nice show. How are you going to get to the Pasadena Convention Center? I'm going to take my car named Snake Eyes. Are you going to take Fountain? Uh, Well, we're probably. 
No, from where I'm at, you take the 10 and you cut over to the 405 and then you go up north. But when it when when your map tells you to go this like to go off on like the I I 10 to, to Pasadena, just ignore that. You got to go straight all jammed. the way. Up. Yeah, it'll be jammed, especially that time of day. No, I I don't know, man. I <laughs> I was gonna let Rob have it. I was biting my tongue like. Sorry, I missed that initially, and then I swiftly, <laughs> I swiftly yes ended it. I didn't catch exactly what yeah. you were saying. But my car is named Snake Eyes, and I am going to be taking Snake Eyes there. X-ray Bandicoot says he's not new. It just took him ten years to come up with a clever comment. Well, you should you should throw him in there more often, man. Yeah. Yes, Diana. Uh, Diana, are you going? Will we see you there? Uh, she says you take the one thirty four and get off on Colorado. That'll take you to Rancho Cucamonga. And that is also uh, that is also <laughs> Phil Donnelly's neighborhood. He is normally in the guest chair, but we kicked him out for Joe tonight. Yeah, we're going to let Phil stay, but we're going to ban him from Disneyland. What do you think about that? My right. God. Phil, Phil does have a new video up on Articulated Points uh, all about his adventures at Disneyland uh, where he broke stuff. Uh, so be sure to check that out on the Articulated Points channel. So he is banned from Disneyland. So he is banned. <laughs> Yep. Uh, Diane, I believe it's on Sunday. I'll be Sunday. going. I'll be going Sunday. Yeah, I'll be there on Sunday. Yeah, June eleventh is Sunday. Sunday. I dare. I dare. Sunday, Sunday. Get get handsy with a cast member and see what happens. Man, we he got does, but it's normally goofy. Feels right. like I'm the only one here. Ooh. I'll give out free hugs, Bart. It's on, baby. COVID's over. Hugs for everybody. The, the three of you turned into just swirling things, and it was just me. Like, my fiendish plan had finally come to fruition. <laughs> no, but you were breaking up. Really yeah, bad. no, you, you broke what? up. It was your connection that went out. You yeah. can't break up with me. We just did. So yeah. Diana says she'll be going if it's on a Sunday. So there you go. All right, I'll look for you. Lunch. Look for, look for Cullen and his, his exquisite beard. And by and large, the the modern or recent Joe artists, just because I don't know, they haven't met, haven't had interactions with the, more of the vintage crew, they're all great guys. Uh, but Jamie Sullivan is is got to be top of the list. Super. Just a fantastic guy. So yep, yep. Treat him good. He deserves it. Yeah, right. He had, a, he, he had a really he was great on a panel at I was the last big con I went to. It's L.A. Comic Con or something like that, but it was the G.I. Joe panel. But he was on there with Larry Houston and uh, really, really great stuff. They really do nail it down for that West Coast circuit, don't they? The G.I. Joe panels and stuff. Yeah, there's always a lot of great show content. There really is. All right. But yes, Diana Davis is, uh, Cullen is easier to see in a crowd. He's the one that looks like the Green Arrow. Mm -hmm. Nice. And we're talking the real Green Arrow, the comic book Green Arrow. Not I that. Know. Not that Nancy boy television green arrow. <laughs> that, guy man. Could, that guy who could kick in the door and kick my tail in less than four <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Am I back my, for my technical difficulties yet? Yeah, but I like the banner. I, I just like, I like using the toys. I'm going to go play, play some. Play, play some Careless Whisper for five seconds. No, I, I took that out so it wouldn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> you took the sharp thing away from me. <laughs> that was a good idea right there. That's, that got me some points in Family Feud. It would be as I'm done playing with toys now. 
fast forward to the next week. We got the Detroit Ohio Toy Show in the Metroplex Expo Center in Girard, Ohio. Uh, that is on June 17th from 11 to 4. General admission, $5. VIP gets you in at 10 o'clock for $10. Parking is free. Uh, tickets and more info are available at toyohiotoyshow.weebly.com. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, Matt. Dot Weebly? Sure. Right. It wobbles, but it doesn't fall down. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. Right. Weeble I'm, wobbles. The Weeble wobbles finally got a new gig. And Mike, all of a sudden now you sound like you're on old time radio. Right, look, man, we'll, we'll take it because at least I can hear you. Oh, now you're back. The Kaiser has taken Paris. <laughs> the Kaiser never got to Paris. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck do I know? And the Hindenburg has exploded into flames. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. God. Oh, my God. Oh. Germany has declared war on the Joneses. <laughs> the Germans have invaded St. Louis. <laughs> it's just in the Falkland Islands. Have just been. We get towards the end of June. We got the DFW GI Joe and action figure show uh, down in Dallas, Texas. Nice. Brought to you by the Dallas Fort Worth GI Joe Collectors Club. This is one of the longer running regional shows. Uh, they've been doing this probably upwards of ten years at this point. That's great. Uh, best place we can point you for details on this one, head to their Facebook page. It is This is literally the banner off of their Facebook page. Check out DFW GI Joe uh, Collectors Club, and uh, that should point you to both the event and any details they may have on the show coming up. So uh, Phil likes to uh, – glad that we're all using the height of technology to string on a can. We're going to come back to that, just like records came back. Sure. Right? Look, man. We, we, we got to improvise on the fly sometimes. This is what happens. Sometimes you get Mike with earbuds, and that's that's just one of the things we're going to have to live with. Sometimes you get ear with Mike buds. Mm. Sometimes you get of... Rob with milk duds. You never know. Man, I haven't had a milk dud in I don't know. I'm telling you, man. It's good stuff. Uh, Joe Slepsky, your thought on milk, so, thoughts on milk duds? Ch- chalky. Too chalky for my taste. I mean, I you know I've enjoyed I've enjoyed a few in my day. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I was never a huge fan. Too too. Ah, I can't chalky. do well, it. You're, not, you're thinking not. of whoppers. Oh, maybe yeah, maybe milk I am. Milk duds are the, the little caramel things with the thick chocolate coating. Oh well, then no, those are good. Yeah, you're right. I am thinking of whoppers. Yeah. As I get older, though, with more uh, paraphernalia up, up in the uh, dental region. Milk duds are tooth killers. Right. I think, I, I think I'm done with the milk duds. It's not their fault. It's not them. It's me. <laughs> uh, uh, Chiefest Big Spender wants to know the important questions. Free parking and what famous statue is there? We will have to get back to you. I am pretty sure parking is free. But And, and as far as famous statues go, we will have to go to our, our team on the ground and find out. Probably That'd Tom be- Landry. Yeah, or Staubach or Aikman or right, maybe even Craig Morton. Not Ro- not Romo though. He, just, he he dropped a lot of stuff. He sure did. Anyways, <laughs> the pride of Eastern Illinois University. That's right. I okay. made a, I made a college figure of Romo when I was at McFarland. Old Latin sports, Eastern Illinois. I went to U of I, and my friends all went to Eastern. So they they certainly they certainly tooted Eastern. Look, uh, he's going to the Hall of Fame, so it can't be that bad, right? Oof. 
I remember his playoff win. <laughs> Look, man, when he when he hung him up, he was tenth all time in passing yardage. He's going to the Hall of Fame. We're not putting him on Mount, the Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks or anything. No, but but he's going he, to the Hall of Fame. He had a fine career for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, dude. He had a better post career. How much yeah. money he makes calling right. games? Good lord! I mean, per, perhaps the greatest undrafted quarterback in league history. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Uh, Doug Dedlow says, uh, parking is free. Not sure if there's a statue. Uh, he'll check it out. We re- expect that report before the showtime. Please, Doug, we're counting on you. So Doug does Dallas? Doug, we just need you to know we're all counting on you. Terrible movie. <laughs> Doug does Dallas. Depends on your audience. All right, I'm taking it down now. Now that, now that somebody's pointed it out to me, I, got, I, I can't stop looking at it, so i got to take it down. Looking at what? Exactly. And then, of course, uh, the Ohio Toy and Comic Show is back Sunday, June 25th at their new location, the Hilton Garden Inn in Dayton slash Beaver Creek. Uh, That is Dayton, Ohio for the mailing address. $5 admission. Kids are free. Parking is abundant and also free. Uh, If you're anywhere in the area, if, if we know one thing about our friends at Roma Collectibles, they know how to put together a freaking fantastic G.I. Joe dealer room. And the Ohio Toy and Comic Show has been gone for a couple of years because of the, the shutdown and COVID. It is back, and it will be absolutely glorious. So get yourself out there uh, and pick up some stuff. I've got in-laws in Dayton. Maybe I'll maybe I'll ask them to go pick me up something. You're not going to just crash on their couch and show up, Joe? Come on. Not to Dayton. Have you been to Dayton? Yes, I've been to Dayton. Dayton's fine. I've been to Dayton a lot. It's great. I was yeah. in Dayton a couple weeks ago. Come on, man. But uh, yeah, no, no, absolutely. Uh, big, big friends of the show at Roma Collectibles. We, we want to awesome. make sure they do well with this one. Mm-hmm. And that's it for Community Calendar this time around. It's summertime. These are starting to get full. I gotta find that's a- good. Right, absolutely. We, we, we need it after the last couple summers. Mm-hmm. Brutal Shipless layabout. Shipless layabout. That's right. All right, we went with that one because of the predominance of shiftless layabout. But uh, again, if you've got a show that you want to see in the community calendar, uh, make sure you get it to us at what's on at gmail.com. Uh, preferably before like Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> it is uh, yeah. shiftless layabout season. Yes, it right. is. Right, but he he can't he can't help with that stuff. He's terrible with the computer prep stuff. And you know what the sad thing is at work? Everyone looks to me call. for computer stuff. Exactly, you're the one they call. Yeah, can you fix this? And yet somehow, and I figure it out. I mean, that's the even scarier part. <laughs> it, it takes my particular C minus set of. Uh, PowerPoint skills to make what's on Joe mind go. That's a... who, who was the guy who figured out how to make Canvas work for online, you know, learning? Right. There it is. Right. Uh, why does Phil feel that was directed at him? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's not always about and, you, uh, Phil. Cheapest yeah. big spender says, if it ain't cheap, I ain't spending big. And that makes perfect sense. 
Yeah, given the name, yeah. Gotta have standards. But uh, what do you say? Uh, we've wasted enough of the people's time with our banter. It's time for the news. You may call it a waste of time. This is audio gold, baby. Mm-hmm. I don't know about gold, but sure. Silver. Maybe bronze. But uh, First off, we've got a, a note from the community. Uh, but our, our good friend Frank Shaw, longtime listener of the show, uh, his over on his channel, Snake Eyes Declassified, coming soon will be a CGI adaptation of Silent Interlude, the classic story from G.I. Joe number 21. Awesome. Uh, animated by Frank himself. Uh, this stuff is hard, folks. So let's give Frank some support. Uh, check out his channel, mm-hmm. and uh, and and let's uh, see this project through uh, when it's completed and, and posted. That sounds great. Best part about that. Best part about that doesn't have to record voices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> just just sound effects. Quiet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. It's uh, you know, as uh, I was the voice of of Snake Eyes back on the Sunbow days. Uh, Congratulations. No less, yeah, no less than Bill Ratner said that my voice was uncommonly mature mm. for an eight-year-old performer. On the good days, he'd get to double up his Grand Slam. You know, like, like Wally Burrow always said, you had to be able to do three voices, and that was two for me right there. Child labor laws said that I couldn't do the third. It's just as well the third was Grover. Anyway. <laughs> Near... <laughs> Next news item. Do 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 boo. Hey, Legends of the Hidden Force is still going. That's hey. right. They've, they've rebooted. They're seventy percent funded. They're open for a few more weeks uh, to collect more fundage. Uh, so be sure to check that out. We did just record something uh, with Darren uh, to to re- rehash the updated uh, campaign. And we'll have that out for you very shortly. It'll be the next special edition later this week. Uh, so be sure if you're if you're on the fence, that's going to be a good place to to check out and find out if this is for you. But uh, we did cover the the basics on the original campaign uh, back a few weeks ago, and all the figures are still the same. So at least if you're looking for specific figures, you want to see what they look like, you're still going to be able to check out those images there. And then we'll have updated campaign information for you later this week. Uh, but please, uh, at the very least, head over to Kickstarter at some point. Check out Legend of the Hidden Force, and let's help get this one funded. Very attainable goal. Looks like they're going to get there. And then we got lots of stretch goals. So let's uh, let's keep looking and check that one out. Like my boy Raiju there, the Gradient Evil Ninja. That's right. Let's unlock that guy because he's my favorite. <laughs> Everybody's going to love the thumbnail for Special Edition 84. Or is it 83? I don't remember. I'm checking that now because that's that's an important detail. Yeah, I was told there would be no math. You want to see a magic trick? Watch this. I just made my son disappear. <laughs> this 84 will be special edition. 84 will be coming your way. Legends of the Hidden Force later this week. And then, and special edition 85, we add ball joint next. Yeah, all right. It'll be a good show. Next news item. Do do do. Yeah, so also on Kickstarter, uh, we've got Bob Brecken's book, My Palatoy Story, oh, cool. uh, with visuals by our good friend Brian Hickey. Bob Brecken was the toy designer for Palatoy, the entire to- boys' toy line, back in the late 70s, early 80s. He has 
a wealth of knowledge and stories about everything that went on at the factories back in the day. Um, and he is also the nicest man alive. Uh, so this one's uh, flooding through June 18th. It is a little better than halfway through at this point. Uh, things look good, so let's continue to spread the word. If you've got any kind of interest in G.I. Joe, Star Wars, uh, Walter McLeod asks, is he the robo-skull creator? Yes, he is. Um, Action Force, uh, all that all that stuff that Palatoy was pushing out late 70s, early 80s, um, he, he knew about it, and he, could, he still knows about it. And again, just the nicest guy you could possibly meet. Uh, so let's get over it and support that project with all of our little hearts and, uh, and get that book on our, on our coffee tables. Support nice people. Support and, nice people. And us. And us. Yeah. And, and also, yeah, and yeah. Us. also the, the, the gang here at what's on Joe mind, but support nice people. <laughs> support nice people too. That's that, it's really, that's, that's how we try to work around that. We try and gather the support <laughs> for the nice people to, you know, yeah. so it just like it goes through us. So we look better by comparison. Uh, awesome. Look, you get points for doing nice things for nice people. I you guess. found enough halos, you get good lighting. I guess. To make us look better by comparison. That's it. <laughs> uh, we're awful. <laughs> awful entertainment. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I hope you're uh, you're prepared for what being associated with us will do to your reputation, Joe. Yeah, oh, can't get any worse. Right. Yeah, there's a reason I had to leave Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be out of an area. <laughs> yeah, when I, was, when I was there last week, I was under an alias. <laughs> uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm letting that one go. Next news item. Do, 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 do. Hey, uh, there was some news on the G.I. Joe movie front. Uh, this was at the uh, press conference in Singapore for Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Uh, basically, the, the, uh, the write-up on his tank went as such. Noah Diaz, played by Anthony Ramos, that's the second gentleman uh, on, in the photo there, is an ex-military electronics expert who lives with his family in Brooklyn. At the start of the movie, the audience finds him to be dishonorably discharged from the military. After befriending Autobot Mirage, the robot gives him an advanced exosuit to join the battle against Scourge and his Terracon. And so, uh, yeah, at the end of the movie, he is handed handed a card, and on that card is the Eagle logo from G.I. Joe with the G.I. Joe listing underneath it. So, yeah, it looks like it's going to happen. It's exciting. I guess. I mean, it's it's... I'm putting it in the category of necessary evil. Yeah. And and when you look at the, this photo here, on one end of the picture is the director of Transformers Rise of the Beasts. On the other end, the, the older-looking large gentleman, that's that's Big Lorenzo. Oh, is it? Uh, De Beneventura, the, uh, the, uh, the producer. <laughs> so, yeah, they're all on board with this. Um, this, this is a thing. Uh, provided Rise of the Beasts does not fall flat on its face, the next Transformers movie looks like it's going to be a combo movie with G.I. Joe. Mm -hmm. Which is so, good because they've spent six Transformers movies trying to get us to care about the humans more than the robots. So yeah. well, they're, they're, I mean, just bring in a bunch of humans. There was always that, that talk that the John Cena's crew in Bumblebee should have been or at one point was like a prototype G.I. Joe squad. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I heard that in an early draft. That was what they were going for. But right, right. Nothing ever really came of it. Uh, but, Joe, you're our guest, so we'll give you the floor first here. What What are your feelings on this? I love it. I think it's great. Uh, 100%. Like, why not? Uh, Snake Eyes, for all its... Uh, for for the few bright sides to it was was not great. I, I've it's it was it's not it didn't bode well for the future of the franchise. So if we can get more people excited and exposed to GI Joe through Transformers, and let's be realistic, was this their seventh movie? You know, yeah. Like globally, it makes it it just still makes a ton of money for them. Yeah, let's go for it. You know, do do I have any faith that they'll be treated well? No, but I will take it because. Prior to this news, uh, my assumption was we were going to go a long time before seeing live action uh, G.I. Joe. Because, I mean, they did a movie called Snake Eyes that couldn't even get a guy in a suit that looked remotely like Snake Eyes until the final 30 seconds of the movie. You know, that was a complete failure on that front. So, yeah, I'm all for it. I was kind of okay. I was in the minority that he didn't look like Snake Eyes till the end. Because he didn't act like Snake Eyes at well, all. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. No harm, right? Yeah. It was. It was American right. Ninja. It was American Ninja Six. You know. Yeah. That's really what it was. And, but. and again, <laughs> just to be clear, <laughs> I'm not talking about the ethnicity of the. Oh actor. yeah. Totally. <laughs> I'm yeah. Talking no, no, about no. the quality of the character. Yeah. Agree. They wrote same. for him and totally misunderstood. Totally same. Totally same. So yes, if if this is how we can get back to it and get maybe get some more people jacked up and excited about it. That'd be great. Absolutely. Right. right. I, I just, um, it, it, my issue with that, like, I, I understand that that's what has to happen if it's going to happen at all, but man, the transformers has been suffering a bit from the law of diminishing returns lately too. Sure. Sure. So I don't know if it's going to be enough like this. It's no sure thing that this movie's going to be a hit. Well, Bumblebee was good. Like, I liked that movie. I've mm -hmm. watched it a few times. It's a good, well-made movie. It's totally, like, concept-wise, it is completely just a rehash of the first Transformers movie. But they realized that they needed to simplify the design that, you know, to stop giving everyone convulsions and seizures every time they fight. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was a step in the right direction. If they continue that direction in this one, I, I have no reason to see why it wouldn't be as enjoyable. If they revert back to the Bayisms that they got away from in Bumblebee, then yeah, I think you're just in for more diminishing. But I enjoyed Bumblebee a lot. Yeah, it was a to real tone shift, which is what the franchise really needed. That was yeah. it was straight getting away from years and years of Bayism. Yeah. And, and, and then everyone, you know, bags on Bay. He did get the franchise off to an incredible totally. start. And he makes an but... exciting he makes an exciting movie. I. My biggest complaint with all those Bayformer movies is just the designs are way too jagged, for use of a term, for that style of camera work. You, you know, like you can, when you're dealing with move, and they should have known this, they, this is something they should have absolutely realized. When you're dealing with a director who moves the camera that much and is so herky-jerky and exciting visually with his camera, uh, your, your designs need to be much more simplified so that human beings can track what's happening based on the color, you know, the, 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 the form of that character. Right. But, but the, the designs were complete garbage. Everyone looked the same. And then when they're in motion that fast, uh, 
Yeah. There's no human alive that can tell what's actions, what action is actually happening on the screen. That's the biggest failure of all those movies. The plots are, you know, here and there. The one with Excalibur in Europe, that was that was actually a dumb plot. But the other ones are fine. They are what they are. It's you cannot track what happens in those movies, and that's a failure on like the production level. Michael Bay makes fun movies. That ambulance movie was fantastic. Maybe if they took the Bay Transformers movies and used the Snake Eyes fight scene shaky cameras, yeah. then we'd have cinema gold. But That's there, the G.I. Joe Transformers crossover we need. Like even, yeah. even, even the, uh, I'll, I'll give credit where it's due, like in the second Transformers movie, um, very early on, uh, you see Sideswipe in action. Yeah. And it's this night scene, it's out on the, it's one of the few fight scenes that worked. Yeah, it was mostly because he was this bright silver robot. Yep, in this dark sequence, and you always knew what he had going on. Yep, and yep. so that that scene worked pretty well, despite being real herky jerky and all over the place. You still knew what was happening all the time because at least you could tell where the robot is and what yeah. the robot is doing because mm-hmm. he was just brightly brightly. Yeah, going. your eyes your eyes can track it. It's it's yep. it's it, it got way too far for humans tracking. Diana, you are a hundred percent correct. He is not great with uh, with handling the the feminine gaze yeah. uh, in his films. I agree a hundred percent. You know, I'm, I'm talking more of the transformer plots and how he handled yeah. the robots. Uh, uh, yeah, a lot of that stuff was you know. But Mike, that side it, it ain't scene, great. That sideswipe scene for diehard transformer fans to see classic sideswipe in silver with his sword arms and his uh, right. roller blade wheels. I mean, right. just mm, straight out of G one. Right. Right. Look, that's a, I'm a sideswipe guy, right? And yeah. so, but it was a cool scene. Oh yeah. Even yeah. even if that robot was somebody I didn't really recognize. Yeah. Like it, it. I'll I'll again I'll give credit where it's due. Categories categorizing that robot as sideswipe was not necessarily a bad call either, because you'd figure that somebody named sideswipe would have something to do with blades. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. for as much as I love G1 sideswipe. His name's kind of a misnomer for what he mm. does, right? He, yeah. He's a dude with pile drivers and a rocket pack. That's nothing to do with sideswiping anything. But some dude with blades who's always on wheels moving real fast. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. I can't wait to see this new movie. Not because I'm such a Beast Wars fan, but I can't wait to see Mirage looking like Jazz all movie. <laughs> right. I, you know, the, well, the first trailer I saw was like, didn't they kill Jazz? Like, cool, Jazz is back. Oh, no, they just took... And it's going to sound like he's ordering a breakfast crunch thingy. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, his name's Peter. He likes to keep it simple. You know, RC is going to be all over him by the end of the movie because Pete Davidson has some kind of hypnotic magic. Yeah. One of us understands. RC looks great in the trailers. Like, they nailed her look. Yeah, she really looks awesome. And but look what they did to my boy Wheeljack. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I saw what they did to him. What you I, saw I him, you just didn't recognize. Oh him. yeah, there's well. nothing recognizable about him. Make a new character and give him a new yeah. name. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't bastardize something, fans. Who are you doing? Who are you doing that for? If you're gonna name it an old school name for old school fans and make him, right. I don't know anything about personality. But visually, nothing like the original. Right. Uh, you wonder. Cloud asks if uh, a full is is a robotic suit the human, the robot, the Energon kicker. Could be. Uh, sure. Why not? Oh, oh, what if? Oh, who was that? Oh, from the from the comic book. 
the woman with the electrical circuit breaker. Circuit breaker. Oh, <laughs> good call, Rob. <laughs> I mean, they they can't use that circuit. Breaker. Circuit breaker is a Marvel property. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was terrible. Let's all wait with bated breath and let's let this movie come out and then we can see exactly what's going on and yeah. and uh, and go from there. But yeah. hey, it's giving you truck and monkey. Yeah. Yeah. Finally. I saw they they have the truck. I was at uh um uh Universal City Walk the other day and um to watch Fast X for the second time. Oh, and they no. had um oh it's great. I love those movies. Oh no. They they had the That's truck there. 20. Oh my god. They had the truck. They had uh like Optimus there and and Bumblebee who's a like a he's I don't know what he is a Corvette now or something but Optimus was there and he looks really great looks I threw a picture on my, the Joe and Joe Instagram uh it's it's Optimus and it looks so good I just can't wait for the scene where the monkey transforms into a robot it's going to be breathtaking so good <laughs> but uh, maybe the best line from the segment cheapest big spender uh, GI Joe and the Transformers franchise is like beating a dead horse to save a dead horse. Yeah, with a dead with a dead horse. Right, sounds about right. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. It's a next news item. Do do. Hey, oh here's yeah. Guy. Ooh. So Haya Toys put out some images earlier this or late last week. Uh, this is uh, the beachhead figure. Uh, this is the fourth figure in Haya's exquisite one eighteenth scale line. Uh, they have. Previously done Snake Eyes, Storm Shadow, Cobra Commander, and now Beachhead is number four. Um, retail price is twenty four ninety nine on the Haya website. Uh, they don't export directly to the U.S. They don't mail to the U.S. So if, if you're looking for this one, expect to pay a little bit more. Uh, but it's got 19 points of articulation, interchangeable hands. It includes the beret, the backpack, the rifle, crossbow, pistol with holster. Knife with sheath and that uh, slab of ground display base there. Uh, he's pretty cool looking. I I have some notes, but let's hear what you guys think first. Uh, again, Joe, you're our guest, so what do you think? Uh, what do you think is going on here? Uh, I think it's good. So I mean, so far everything I've seen about those those Haya toy ones look really great. I like just the designs, the sculpt. Has he always has he been shown before with a, like a red beret? That seems has the he... classified figure had actually oh, right, had the beret. It did, yeah. If you look at the uh, the classic beachhead here, you can see it. It's on its, red, its right shoulder. Oh, oh that's what that is. I don't think I ever realized that. Okay, oh, yeah. Look, that's Mike that's has, fun. Mike has one hand. Yeah. Right. Shocker. <laughs> Shocker within arm's reach. There um, are, well, that's cool. There are 16 on this table right now. 16. <laughs> yeah, it's, you're right. The classified did have it, and I don't think I ever realized that that was on his original one. I like that. That's cool. Um, yeah, it looks great. You know, it's got... It's got lots of accessories. I think what I don't know what they'll sell for here, but at, if they were selling here for twenty four ninety nine, that seems like a, a, a nice comparable bargain compared to the classified stuff. Well, it's it's a smaller scale. It's it's oh, know, is it roughly the same price? Uh, oh, is it what size? It's what what's the height on these? A little over four inches. Oh, so they're the they're the same size as the twenty fifth anniversary. Guys. Got it. Well, that seems expensive, but you're getting a lot of detail for that size of figure, though. That's yeah, that's yeah. what's really great. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Rock Time Rob, what do you think? I think it looks nice. Uh, it's a little. It's coming off a little bland, though, just because you know the like I said, the the pants are really brown. 
and not the camo pattern. And I mean, not that it has to be, but it's just it, it's taken a little bit away from. Maybe it's just because I'm expecting the camo. I don't know. Our friend Channing Sherman on board with the Haya Beachhead. Uh, Mark, what do you think here? As a former toy guy, what do you yeah. what do you say? Well, as a soccer coach, I'm digging the shin guards. Right? <laughs> that's, a good look. That's, that's par a, for the course these days, man. That's a good look for him. Um, I, I really like what they're doing. Uh, and I love, just as kind of a throwaway, I love that he, he finally can use that crossbow, right? Right. Not mold it into anything. So uh, just because it's Scarlet's jam doesn't mean other people can't play in that sandbox. So. I'm digging that. Um, the beret is, I think, harder to pull off at a smaller scale because he kind of looks like a Koopa Troopa, and I right. can't shake that image. Um, it is removable. Yeah. We, oh. so, that, so that's great. Wow. So, you know, hat on, hat off, however you want to rock it. But, oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that without the beret, that looks great. Yeah. I think their yeah. stuff has been really good, and, yes, it is a little expensive, especially once you get it shipped over. But there ain't a lot of three and three quarters slash four inch stuff coming out for mm -hmm. Joe fans right now. And I'm still, still stunned that Hasbro is licensing out this scale to anybody. So I'm, you know, it's good for the brand that this stuff is available. And I like that they're just kind of feeding out one every, what, six months or something like that? Yeah, they aren't just. They aren't just pounding us with it. And when I saw it, I was pretty excited because because Beachhead's a fantastic character and very popular. But I wouldn't say he's fourth on right. most most companies. He probably doesn't even make top ten if they're only playing the hits in order. Right. So it's right. Kind of, I was happy for you. And then I was also happy that they aren't just going, okay, well, it's Snake Eyes. Storm Shadow, Duke, Scarlet, Roadblock, Cobra Commander, uh, yeah. And Mark, you you bring up exactly the thing that I had for a long time in seeing all the various licenses, whether they were doing new statues, you know, at Sideshow or, or fill in the blank. There was always that list of exactly who you just named. And it was like you had to get past all that to get to some of the deeper, deeper cuts. Mm -hmm. But then that's the trade-off because... You, you, I'm, you, I don't have to tell you this, you know this, because that's what sells. And so they can't yeah. get to the deep cuts until they get through that first line. So then everyone gets stuck with all the same statues of the same six or ten dudes because they never get to the deep cuts because, yeah, it's it's such a it's such a uh, catch-22 there, you know? Yeah, like I think Beachhead is an A character in yeah. both overall and popularity, but he is not an A+, plus, right? Right. And so rarely... Will other companies stray from that A plus list yeah. unless they exhaust all ten right. or twelve of them? Right, right. You but, you said he's he's probably not top ten. He's probably somewhere in that eleven to twenty range. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, he's not a. You you can do GI Joe without doing Beachhead. It's blasphemy in my eyes. Yeah, you just won't be doing it well. Right, it, 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 <laughs> but it can be done, and so it is kind of unusual to see this. I think uh, Diana's got a point. Uh, High is going to do everyone in a full face mask till they can get so someone forces them to sculpt the face. I think this there may be some truth to that. Mm. Uh, but um, play to your strengths, right? Like that second image was drawn by Rob Liefeld, obviously. Oh uh, boy, yo, Andrew, feet. Jeez. no feet. The second image. Andrew Ooh. Gaugan sums up my thoughts pretty well. I, I think this comes off as been there, done that two years ago because of classified. It's um, very classified design. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very much the feel of that. 
Um, I like it. I'm not doing backflips about, about it. I'm probably going to grab one if I can. Um, I hate that they included that 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 gun again. Uh, basically, the classified Nerf gun, which let me let me backtrack a little bit because at the time it didn't bother me because it looked like they were going to be outfitting all of the Joes with more modern weaponry, uh, and then they made a hard right towards classic weapons. And Beachhead's Nerf gun looks really dumb now. Um, so the fact that they gave it to him again is is kind of a downer. But um, but you know whatever. I'm sure at one eighteenth scale, I'm sure we can find something else to go in his hand that'll look good. Do you think that um, we could get Hasbro two, or or you think they would ever do something like Super Seven is doing with their um, uh, with their Ultimate line and, and putting out like an accessory pack? And in this case, to include things like the beachhead traditional gun, um, you know, like Roblox, Ma Deuce, things like that, you know, to replace some of the nerfy like guns that you're talking, that you were just covering there. Uh, maybe I think, I think they've got a real problem just selling a, a, a package of guns, right? Like I think, well, I, you know, accessories, helmets, right. You know, right. You know. I, like I like they used to do in the old days. If it comes with a G.I. Joe in a box and you can not have it in the window of that box, um, I think they're much more liable to do it than than just a bunch of guns by themselves, if that makes yeah, any sense. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I think that's a tougher sell, uh, given the climate of things today. Well, uh, yeah, Sean Russell yeah. wants to know, is he thick in the crotch? <laughs> he appears, he appears to, be. to be. Either only, that or... Only, only when Mike's in the room. Either that or, or pre-broken. I mean, right? I, I mean, judge for yourself. I'm, I'm not here to... My, we know Mike's thick in the crotch right, right. now. I mean, I'm, I'm not here to put, to, give, to put my tastes on you, Sean. So you, you decide for yourself if he's thick enough in the crotch. Um, but um, the one thing that, that I don't like expressly about this is uh, I like the detail, but I don't necessarily care for the color palette. He's very brown. Um, and I think, again, if we're going to compare it with the palette on the classic guy here, and I've got number 69 in hand. Nice. Uh, but, um, Thick uh, in the crotch. Hold on. Right. Not, not done. He, he's got the... Uh, he, he's got that, that gray element from the, the ammo pouches there, the, the ammo clips on his vest. Yeah, and I think if they had gone with more of gray details, like that color, like he's got on his arms and on his mask, I think that would have worked better than the brown and the vest. I agree. Right now, it just it kind of looks like he's an armored guy in overalls, and that doesn't doesn't really work with weird opera gloves. Yeah, well, I mean, you get what you get. that that seems to be what they're going for. He's opera the fourth. Gloves? He's the fourth guy in the line with opera gloves. So. Whatever. They've done four guys, so. Uh, Nick Adams is excited for this beachhead. He just ordered the other three Haya figures yesterday. So there you go. There's a fan. It's great. They, yeah, I think it's a great line. Is it, someone said that might be like 40 to 50 bucks. Is that the right, is that the price point on these? Like from uh, big, again, from big Bad? Or? On the site, it's twenty four ninety nine. I did not, I did not get a chance to check it out in other places. Yeah. Uh, but, I think when it when it's all said and done, it usually comes out about forty. Oof. But if you're only buying one, you know, yeah, that's yeah. fine. That's that's 
I mean, that's the same price we paid for that for that model kit, which was really cool. But yeah. then you put it together, and just, you know. But right. that's the same bummer thing. about about yeah. them coming out staggered almost six months, as you can't just buy, you know, unless there's a lot of leftover stock, you can't buy four and ship them together. Right. Right. So. Right. Uh, Lilith, 1978, uh, wishes he had his camo pants and submachine gun. And that's a that's a new name there. Welcome to the show. That gun does look a little less nerfy at the smaller scale. Mm. Yeah, it just I I don't know. There's but it's still about it, very similar. Something I wish I had his camo pants. Just saying. And we never be able to see you, Mark. True. Keep them coming. Interrogator next, please. The part of Mark Weber suddenly played by Butthead. Suddenly. <laughs> uh, Firefly with a, a legitimate question. All the Haya figures seem to have classified similarities. You think they specifically got the license to versions of that era of artwork or of design? Is, do you think that's a possibility there, Mark? Could be, um, especially because it's a different scale. So it, it can be seen as supporting the line and not cannibalizing it at all. So it's definitely possible. <laughs> uh, coming soon from Haya, Opera Glove Shockwave. <laughs> Actually, it would be Opera Glove Shockwave if we're being particular. wrong. Shockwave. Oh, it depends on what shockwave we're talking about, doesn't it? Yeah, I think I think unless you know, Joe SWAT specialist, the GI Joe, the GI Joe shockwave is pulling like a Michael Jackson, right? I, I then think, I'm here for it. I think yeah. here on the GI Joe program, he's talking about the, the guy in the blue. <laughs> hey, in Mark's credit, we just spent 20 minutes talking about the Transformers <laughs> and and hating every minute of it, <laughs> hating them all. No, we Robots. got. We got nothing against the robots. This is not uh, like the Godso administration where, where robots were loathed and forced underground. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It's, it's a different take. It, it's, I'm glad they're not doing the same thing over and over and over again. I do like that it's, 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 we're not getting the same beachhead that we got in Classified or the same beachhead we got in 25th Anniversary. Or the same beachheads that we got in all these other places here. You know, if we're gonna do do a figure like this and have it kind of limited release and and put it in weird markets, uh, at least it's gonna be something different. Mm -hmm. But all right, that's uh, next news item. Doo -doo. Hey, we got more of these incoming transmissions uh, from over at Hasbro Pulse. They seem to be having a lot of fun with this. I appreciate that they're putting this much effort into these these teasers um, and this one just involves storm shadow breaking into the the hasbro main building there he apparently is agent jupiter um and we see him uh and with what was that the uh, uh that's from the uh, uh revenge of cobra thank you yes revenge of cobra where he's Sneaking into Joe headquarters, they've just repurposed some of those images, and that's kind of fun. Um, where he's looking at the file with the little 24 on it. And then uh, at the end there, Cobra, or Commander, the disruptor device I placed on, on Hasbro security cameras has masked my presence from their notice. You are seeing the true feed. I have secured the plans for the collaboration between G.I. Joe and HasLab. Your fears are well-founded. 
This new opponent appears swift and agile with significant firepower, ready to defend against the hiss on all fronts. And so, you know what's most interesting here? And you thought you'd never see it again, and it's, uh, I think, probably an oversight. Check out that hooded Cobra Commander. Yeah. I think it's just an, it's just an easy screen grab to work with. Mm -hmm. But anyways, that not being the point here. Um, are we still sold on the fire? Are we still sold rather on the Dragonfly as, as the next HasLab project? I don't see anything that's leading us away from that significantly. Okay. But defend against a hiss tank? That's right. the purpose. That's the purpose of a helicopter like that. It's an anti-tank weapon. Well, you know, he attacks a tank. Defend against. I don't know. Well, I mean, you know, best offense is best defense is good offense. Very true. You are correct. I think it's still fifty percent vamp, thirty percent dragonfly, twenty percent bivouac. Vampa flyawack. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> All right. So Mark Mark is sticking to his guns. Or a whack of amplify. <laughs> <laughs> well, so this uh, all this dragonfly talk. Are we talking dragonfly in the um, like three and three quarter scale, like the sky striker? Mm. No, no dragon. Really? Mm. Wow. No. no, classified scale. That's because it's basically it's large. It's, they're they're always referencing. The hiss, which of yeah. course isn't. Oh classified. right, yeah, 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 right. Th thanks for watching the show, Joe. Hey, frequent, uh, frequent visitor. <laughs> Fly right on by. Well, last week I came in. All I wanted to do is ask you guys what you thought about Batman. Everyone told me to go fuck myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, Michael Kepinger notes that it's obviously going to be the Subma Chopper. Totally, totally Subma Chopper. You're right. <laughs> Uh, would, he'd slap his mother in the face with a nail-studded two-by-four for a new whale. I'd slap his mom with oh, a two-by-four, too. Right? Right? It, it ain't a whale. That As would be $1,000. Yeah, it comes with all of Battle Force 2000. Oh, sweet. <laughs> to save space, they're going to stack them flat. Yeah. Well, I don't think those were the corpses on that particular vehicle. So. No. <laughs> come a classified dead quick kick. They did say they were making them. I agree. A classified dragonfly would be is would be massive. Yeah, Channing Sherman agrees, especially if they keep it a two seater. It's gonna yeah. be long. Yeah, like I, that's one of those. I would. I don't know that I. There's no room for it. No, think about it. Think about how you break that up. Now, yeah, it is big, but you're cracking the tail off completely, right? You display your you display your dragonfly broken in half. No, I'm no. It's assemblable. Oh right. no, I know, but I'm talking about like you know for the for the consumer. Oh, they know? don't they don't care how much space it takes up in your house. <laughs> Did you see that Tie Fighter they sold a couple years ago? Oh, how big was it? Yeah, well, it didn't sell much, but oh, yeah, we'll yeah. see. It's it was a... like an end table. Wow. Uh, yeah, you put a glass, I think that's a glass circle on top of it. It's an end table. Yeah. 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 Holy cow! No, I didn't see that. But you can I make mean, work just they... in... Go ahead, Rob. They specifically, I mean, have commented on the in the past that. Uh, you know, that they want this, you know, to be displayable, you know, to like fit into people's homes. Yeah. So, um, 
you know, I, I think the dragonfly might be might be the max. I mean, just the says the company the sir, that, the that circumference, made Java's sail barge. The Come circumference on. on the on the uh, on the rotors alone. Yeah, but they don't. I don't think they're that worried about your house. I think they're worried about the box it ships. They in. should be. Yeah. My house is, doesn't have that kind yeah. of room. But but <laughs> re realistically, realistically, somebody who's going to drop four bills on a dragonfly, right? Somebody right. who's that committed to a collection, an adult collector with that sure. much disposable income. What percent of those people are going to go? Eh, it's too big. I can't buy it. Right. There are some, but I mean that. Yeah, we like to call them adults, adult yeah. collectors. Yeah. We don't pay attention to them. No. <laughs> um, I would. I had the money. I liked it. I would have bought it, but it's just too big. I don't see that post on on toy boards very often. Not on toy boards, but singles boards. Yes. Right. Fair enough. Uh, I think the Skyhawk is a possibility. I think it's a little, it'd be a little bit of a, like if they did the Hiss Tank last time, I think the Skyhawk would be a little bit of a disappointment. Um, not that I don't love Skyhawks, but Skyhawk and what, right? Like if you're going to, if you're going to follow up the Hiss Tank HasLab with, with Skyhawk, there better oh. be, there better be two of them. What about a Shark? I think yeah. a classified shark would look. I mean, you know, you really like, really spruce it up, right? So it's not just kind of like the old shark. I like the old shark, but it was even kind of chunky and whatever. But if you really like jazz it up, the shark could be cool. Yeah, we told this joke last last week. I was like, yeah, and give it seats, maybe. There you go. <laughs> a shark, a shark with a classified deep six that can actually move his his arms and legs and stuff. What, what are you talking about? Yeah, 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 right? Move his arms? Right. I, 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 like, no, to do that, that would be as big as a dragonfly. Oh, I don't know, man. Deep Six had uh, Danger Will Robinson anim uh, articulation, as I recall. But, uh, I'm just trying to get some of the some of the choices from the, the live crowd up in the in the box for everybody. But um, yeah, I I I, I think percentage-wise, I'm going to stick with what I had last week. I think we're in the 50% Dragonfly, 30% Vamp, uh, probably 15% for something like the Armadillo or the Skyhawk, a smaller vehicle, and then 5% for the field. There are some folks out there that are just married to the idea of a Wolverine, and I, I don't see it. Um, I, I, I mean, really, I'd see something new before I'd see the Wolverine, I think. If they were gonna do the Wolverine, they would have saved Cover Girl to come with it, because that would have been a big. I think you're point. right. Or right. if they're gonna do a fan exclusive Wolverine, maybe they'll do Sunbow version of Cover Girl to come with that. Only right. if Super Seven will give them the rights back. Because <laughs> regular Cover Girl was probably popular enough to get that that uh, that single entry that she got. Yeah, I'm so, not. That's a great figure, and I'm not hating on it. I'm just saying, if they were planning a Wolverine, I don't think they, she would have came out first as a single. I don't think so. They haven't. I mean, to their defense, they have not shied away from Cover Girl being the Wolverine driver. You know, I mean, the the box art has her riding the Wolverine. Mm -hmm. the 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 iPad she comes with has the Wolverine schematics on it. So. 
it's not uh, it's not out of the realm right it's not out of the realm right but yeah i, I think if if they were going to do a haslab wolverine that's just where sunbow cover girl comes yeah, in you've i got don't a, know if the wolverine is di- enough of a punch for a right, HasLab, right. But, you know right there's a there's a plan there but is is it a plan that anybody would care about yeah Uh, Rachel Salinas wants the HasLab APC with Rumbler, Steamroller, and Tolbu. What did Tolbu ever do to you? Tiger Force Tolbu. <laughs> Tiger Force Tolbu. Right. I still need regular. to make. I still need to make your Tiger Force Tolbu in WWE. I will get on that ASAP. <laughs> regular. I, abso- I absolutely will. Regular Tolbu is popular enough for a main mainline entry. Uh, Bart says, movie cover girl, make her blonde with a knife in her back. Yep. <laughs> she could come packaged with the dead oh. Battle Force characters. Right. Um, Andre Kim believes tank type to countermeasure the hiss, eliminates the smaller vehicles. Welcome to the show, by the way. That's a, that's a new name there. Um, Daredevil Dave likes the warthog. Uh, Torpedo eighty three says the vamp with a Sears exclusive Hal. That'd be fun. I mean, they 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 put the um the the tow hook right on the on the on the his tank. So at some point they got to be thinking about towables towable stuff in the classifieds. Pretty right. sure if they were going there, it would be vamp with the MMS, just because yeah. it's half the size. Right, comps is the same kind sure. of thing. Sure. Uh, Andrew Galgan, let's look at this from another angle. If a standard classified Wolverine came out for retail later on, what would the base vehicle would what could the base vehicle be as a Haslab? Um, I think the argument of the Wolverine hitting retail mm-hmm. is not feasible. Uh, I like look look we, we we all want retail toys. We all want retail space for these these giant ass vehicles, but. Uh, they're not buying, folks. It doesn't no. matter that we want to buy it from the retailers. It matters that the retailers don't want to buy that from Hasbro. Mm-hmm. That's why we have these HasLab projects. And there are enough smallish, cool vehicles that they could play in the Armadillo, Cobra Claw, Devilfish arena for a long time. Right, right. Like smaller stuff, okay. But you're getting into stuff the size of the Wolverine, I, I don't see that as, as a retail offering. Because the Wolverine was it was in the same class as the Hiss. Uh, White Vegeta Warthog seems more of a dream project. What Haslab should be focusing on, my fear is links with Wolverine alternative is stretch goal. Ah, I don't know. Could be could do worse. They're not putting out the links. I, I would think no. Wolverine with links alternative stretch goal. Right, that's possible. Right, but, but still unlikely. I think just yeah, yeah. I, I think if we're if we're doing a vehicle with modular weapon systems. We're getting a vamp first. Yeah. Not uh, to hate on the Wolverine, right? I did no, the Wolverine, no. but what? What if they did a vamp, and then the stretch goals were different modular weapon systems? So the mm-hmm. first vamp with MMS, and then the second stretch goal would be the the HAL, and then the third stretch goal. What was the other one? Um, you could do the Whirlwind. That was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The twin cannon thing. So like that, that could be the additional stretch goals on a, on a Haslab style thing. To you know, to justify that high price point, mm-hmm. maybe. But food for thought. Just wanted to throw it out there. Um, 
real quick, Mark, are you changing your pick or are you sticking with the vamp? I'm going to stick with the vamp. Uh, Racktime Rob, changing your pick or are you sticking with the Dragonfly? Hmm. Something tells me they might be stretching a little bit, which is why I'm still thinking maybe Dragonfly. Yeah, I, I, I look. That twenty four is important. It's not just the year. See, uh, yeah, Sherman, you're totally right. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to steal your idea there. I don't know if I saw it in the in the in the chat in the chat or not, but yeah, Sia Sherman said exactly what I was saying in the in the chat comments earlier on. You're one hundred percent right. Chatting Sherman, I apologize. We know that Joe Slepsky is a rat bastard. Uh, known <laughs> known plagiarist. Right. You need to you need to watch what you say around Joe Slepsky. Yeah, it's I one of the I told you. It's one of the reasons why I don't listen to your show. Right. I don't want I don't, I don't want to send him steal all this quality content. Thank God he's not suing you this time. That's right. It Thank was, you. I appreciate CS Sherman, I appreciate you. You you sue him because of stuff you hear on his show. <laughs> don't, be, don't be dragging me into this, Channing Sherman. <laughs> it's uh, Andre Kim is with Rob and I. Helicopters are the natural counter to tanks. I, I again, I think that twenty four is important. I think that was the Easter egg, especially now. Like last week, you could have talked me out of it, but now that it's back there again, I I just mm, can't. It's it's tougher to talk me out of it now. So. Anyways, this is fun. I, I imagine that we're all going to be wrong, and it's going to be like the the tiger tiger rat or something dumb like that that nobody had saw coming, or the tiger paw, that ferret with the yellow paint job. Something stupid <laughs> like that. But but until then, it's and fun what, to speculate. And why are we, uh, I'm looking at, why are we 24-ing as, as part of the code? Is there a 24 on the dragonfly that I'm missing? There is. There it is. is. It is a Up by the top. It is just below the main propeller. Oh, oh, then you're probably right because that's on purpose, obviously. Again, thanks for watching the show. Once again, I don't want to steal. <laughs> uh, we threw it know. out there. We said, "Hey, this is for Joe Slepsky to steal," and steal nothing. <laughs> that that stuff you don't steal, but the stuff that we don't, the, the I... stuff Channing Sherman tries to defend, that you steal. Shame I like you. to I like to keep our relationship personal and not professional. <laughs> Next news item. Doo -doo. Hey, it's uh, the 3D Joe's uh, GI Joe 3D Printing Podcast. Proudly presents Chunky Tank Kitty and his Mialer Tank. And that's right, you can uh, see these guys coming up at Joe Fest. Right there is the entire Armada. $10 a piece available at the Mark II Design booth uh, in uh, Augusta, Georgia. A weekend from the from uh, not this coming weekend, but the weekend after June tenth and eleventh. Uh, that's the, the their little Tupperware container. So your chunky tank kitty will be safe for its voyage home. And be sure to follow uh, uh, Michael Kleppinger. That is at Techno Viper three D on Instagram. You can see all his work here. And uh, chunky tank kitty also, the mocat will make its debut. <laughs> And you can see the little cat with a steeler visor in the turret. Uh, he will be available in very limited quantities, also at Joe Fest. So be sure you're hitting up the Mark II design booth. Uh, while you're there, make sure you get to what's on Joe Mine clicky pen and maybe a business card and all that other cool swag that we're giving away. 
Uh, cheapest big spender, his money is on the Haslab Mjoller tank. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'd flip. That would be that would be awesome. Chunky tank battalion, better look out, Cobra. Diana Davis going nuts for the mocap. Mm-hmm. I I may have had something to do with the with the name there. I may have had something <laughs> to do with that. That 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 could possibly could possibly have been my idea. Yeah, because we wonder, were calling it the Meow Bat for a minute, weren't we? What's the it, what's the official word for a group of Meowler tank or chunky tank kitties, right? Like murder of crows. That has to be something cool. Well, I, I think the you need murder to, of meowlers. Yeah, get what? What is a group of cats called? What is a group of house cats? Is it a herd? Too many. Mm-hmm. I think I think you got to hit Google on that one, Mark. Let's see what I can do about that. All right. It's a hammock of kitties. A hammock? That's pretty. Awesome. <laughs> oh, I think I think I think a group of cats is just called a jazz band. Ooh, that's that's pretty sick. <laughs> We looked this up. We looked this up. Uh, uh, spoiler or foreshadowing. What's a group of tigers called? Anybody know except Mike? They don't know, Mark. Just tell them. It's an ambush of tigers. Is that's it really awesome? Uh, that's pretty cool. Take that, Pride Alliance. We're going with ambush of tigers. It's I would have went. I would, it's go. a desk of hippos. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, while you're at Joe Fest, be sure to check out the. 3D, or rather the 3D printing podcasts uh, panel. It is an introduction to 3D printing. Uh, they don't have a date or a time on that at this point, so uh, just just keep your ear to the ground. I'm sure that once that schedule is up, we'll have more details for you, but uh, be sure to check that one out. I'm embarrassed to relay this information, but a group of cats is called a clouder. Yeah. All right. Terrible. So, so a made up word. Oof. Yeah. A hammock of kitties. We're going with that. I, I think I think we're just going with an ambush of chunky tank kitties. I think that's the best. Uh, but He's Michael Fuckinger also says that the greatest thing about the mocat is no <laughs> eyes to paint. There you go. So right there. Cyclops was right. Oh, <laughs> uh, so that's that is that. That is that is the news. Once I, I gotta find my my brand thing again. There we go. We'll write into a word from our fine sponsors at Kokomo Toys. We'll be right back. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. Ooh, ooh, I lost my buttons. There we go. What? But uh, we're going to real, real quick get to the moneymaker. Glad the kids are back. There he is. There's number 80. <laughs> number 80 on the books. He is complete. I didn't have to fix him or nothing. He's in great shape. He's one of the one of the better ones in the entire collection. So yay. <laughs> yay, Beach Party 86. 
I can't wait for eight actual eighty-six in Beach Party eighty-six. This is already out of hand, by the way. Just a little bit. Just, just so everybody knows that I'm aware of that. Okay. Can you do some kind of eighty? Can you do some kind of eighty for Brady play motion video with all eighty of your beachheads? Are are we gonna have like a little Lily Tomlin action figure trying to seduce? I, I don't know what the premise is. Maybe all eighty beachheads are going after Tom Brady, except the problem is they are all really three and three quarters inches. We have to make little giants jerseys for them. I yeah, yeah. right. I I need to. Uh, I mean, about two thirds of them are are locked away in a in a Tupperware bin at the moment. So uh, this the is other, got, so they're fresh. Oh, they're so fresh then. The this other, has got the other sixteen are just assorted on the desk here. This has got diorama written all over it. When you go into your two and a half hour sleep coma, and Ragtime Rob gets out the yarn. And reenacts Gulliver's travels with little beachheads. <laughs> so good. And you'll wake up and be like, I don't want to break any of their crotches. I better move. Careful. But, uh, Mike answer, doesn't drive the price up. To answer David Allen's question, uh, best beachhead from the 2000s, I'm going to go with the Pursuit of Cobra beachhead. The urban attack beachhead. To answer the question, he was after me for like three weeks. I'm going to give it the the lack of suspense answer. Uh, his his palette's a little dark, but but he's a solid figure. Look at Photo Viper besmirching your good name. <laughs> Thanks for driving. Thanks for dri whatever. I, Mike's <laughs> been pretty clear about. There's a line and right. I I am a I am a cheap tightwad bastard mm -hmm. about buying these things. So I buy very. Anywhere from very good to to out and out terrible, uh, <laughs> but I don't spend a lot of money on any of these guys. So they, I am a disciplined uh, eBay shopper and and uh, and a, a an occasional toy show peruser, but I, there, there's a line I don't cross on it. So look, y'all are going to be kissing Mike's ass when his beachheads are the only thing stopping Adam Rich's. Royal Guard invasion of the universe. Right? <laughs> right? Or, uh, you know... He'd or, be driving or, up the price on those, except it's the Royal Guard and he's the only one who wants them. Or Brian Kaufman's Crystal Ball. Right? Or Joe Colton's Red Ninja Armada. Right? But, um... I've got two snake eyes. There you go. <laughs> T.T. Davis, I think he only has like five beachhead, just holds up the same one week after week. Look, no. there's, a, there's, there's, there's a witness. And uh, like Racktime Rob is family, so he can't be paid off. Um, he would love to spill the tea in a negative way in this regard. But no, they are, there are actually 80 of them. Uh, I am the cheapest big beachhead fan. That is correct. <laughs> Uh, I like how this has become a segment all on. It has to be. Mm -hmm. Because at this point, like, I'll find another one and they'll pile up on me. And I don't want to do a film intro for something I don't use. So, anyways. Uh, we're running short on time, so I'm gonna I'm calling a moratorium on the rest of what we got in. We'll save it for next week. Except for you, Joe Slepsky. What'd you get in? Oh, uh, oh well, I got a bunch of stuff. Who did I get last week? I finally um, got my, um, I finally got my hawk. I always needed a, a G1 a G1 Hawk, like an OG Hawk. I finally got a Hawk, and I got him at a really good price, in good shape. 
like the 1983. Swivel? Yeah, 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 yeah. I never, just never had them. I always avoid it. And every time I've, I've been trying to find a nice condition one for a good price, and I found a really nice one for like twelve bucks. I don't think they, oh, wow, wow. I don't think they realized it was Hawk. I think they thought it might have been a, a different, uh, you know, different one. So you have everything: helmet, visor, file card. No, good. no, no. But you know, look, you can, that's okay. You can add it's, that stuff later. Yeah, you get all that stuff later. Plus, I've got I've got a lot of the OG stuff, you know, in my thing. Uh, I got I got me a Python Copperhead. Uh, I also got a complete uh, 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 Taxa Wiper Flint, which is fun. Nice. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. So I had a good. I was in Chicago and I hit a couple joints that really had a nice selection of stuff. So I picked. I got a Gung Ho Battlecore Gung Ho on card, and you know, just fun stuff that I you know is not in my collection. Diana Davis notes that people think she's nuts. She doesn't have hundreds of the same juice figures. Yeah, but but you know what? Hey, people are talking about it, so that's all mm. that matters. <laughs> Anyways, um, so good good that you had a good uh, trip to the Midwest, Joe. Thanks for calling. Yeah, yeah. It's good to see you. It's great to oh, see you guys. Oh, wait, you didn't. You didn't call. Um, For the record, we did discuss this. You and I did have this conversation. We, we talked about we it. We absolutely did. No, did, I was... Did you I, call? No. No, 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 I didn't call. No. <laughs> but what I did ping you, I did say, hey, I was coming home. But no, I, you know, I go home, I got to see family. I got I got stuff to do. What, one of these days, we'll, uh, when you're in town, we'll make the run up to we, Chicago. 100% will. Yeah, no, you, it was on my mind. It, it was absolutely on my mind. I mean, what, it, 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 uh, just from... I did ask what day you were getting in, and you said Tuesday, and that was like, well, that's the end of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we got to do a show, and then I got four hours, four days of mind numbing overnight work to do, and then that's kind of. Yeah, I get home like once a year, so it's a lot. You got a lot of, you got a lot of, you know, old friends to catch up on, and then, you know, spend quality time with the family and all that stuff. So, I mean, sure, but they're old friends. They suck. That is true. Well, (laughs) Well, see, now you have less people to catch up on next time. Mm -hmm. That is true. If they, if they watch this stream. Yeah, well, <laughs> Go ahead, roll right into shout-outs, Joe. Uh, why don't you tell everybody about Joe on Joe Podcast? Oh, man, Joe on Joe Podcast. Uh, it is my show. We drop episodes every Wednesday. We talk about, uh, I talk about, uh, all the Joe stuff that I love. So I've covered all the episodes of the Sunbow cartoon. I've covered all the DICs, the extremes. And then I've actually literally personally gone over every single issue of the Real American Era Marvel comic book. So every issue has an episode. So uh, there's seven years worth of episodes. They're they're evergreen. So they're not you know uh, you know breaking news kind of stuff. So you can listen to them as you go along. Read them with your kids. Read them by yourself. So on and so forth. They're watch along episodes. That's the premise of you of Joe and Joe. And uh, what's what's the flavor of your show now? Been currently been doing a version of it called You on Joe, where the listeners have been driving the content. So I've been having listeners and guests on uh, who are talking about their singular favorite thing about GI Joe, and then we do a deep dive into that. So it's a little bit different. Uh, and I'm very I'm very excited as we record this uh, in about eight hours. My next episode is dropping with my mother is my guest on this week's episode and i truly cannot wait for for you guys to hear it if you listen to my show because i know i don't do you that favor um it's great i i've been trying to get her on the show for uh literally for like six years where i've been you know and she's always demurred and stuff so when i was home last week i was like listen we're sitting down for an interview and she was great it was really heartwarming and you know her recollections of 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 buying that stuff for me 
you know, 40 years ago. So right. it, was, it was a whole lot. It was really a lot. I think people are really going to enjoy it. That's cool. That, that yeah. is very much a different take on, uh, on what this means yeah. uh, to, to the, the consumer, right? Yep. As, all... as far as not, not a fan per se, but, but somebody who knew that it yep. was important to somebody they cared about. So I, I, Completely. I, yeah. I look forward to it. Oh, I hope you'll enjoy it. Yeah, and she's a woman who she she's very generous, and you know she loves giving gifts and seeing the joy in people. So you hear this in her voice, this reminiscence of the joy that you know it brought. And we talk, you know, we, get, we cover a lot of stuff. You know, my sisters and cabbage patch dolls, and you know that era and stuff. She was into. It's cool. It's fun. I think I think you'll enjoy it. And you know, you know I listen because when you were doing the comic issues, you would always make make a note to mention everybody who had a letter printed in the mailbox yeah it's true yeah that's true and i would tell you hey i know that guy <laughs> yeah and you're like hey he runs this group and he runs that group yeah right yeah, yeah i was yeah. give it give it letting joe play play and connect the dots with what they are <laughs> what they're doing in the joe community now but we never figured out what was his name lone wolf or what was it the lone wolf letter writer guy oh right yeah, no, <laughs> we I never we never solved that conundrum no no that's that's gonna take more <laughs> than the more than that that base level of research that I was willing to commit to the project. It, it was Tim Roberts. No. Wait, are you serious? <laughs> Hope that bear, Racktime Rob. Uh, Racktime Rob, why don't you go ahead and shout it out? Uh, shout out to Tim Roberts. No. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. If you say his name one more time, he appears. I know, That's he right. Appear. Uh, hey, Joe, thanks for coming on. My pleasure. You're getting a shout out, and of course, the lovely studio audience. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, and it's just to the to the spirits of summer, <laughs> to the spirits of not having to do a damn thing for ten weeks. Yeah, it's nine. They shortened it this year. Yay! Ha yeah. <laughs> Dick. Mark Weber, <laughs> shout it out. Well, I'll leave the, the obvious, I mean, pregnant layup uh, for Mike, uh, and we'll just stick with the, uh, the Memorial Day um, shout-out. Just nothing but complete respect, solemn gratitude for all the fallen of our American military and their families. Uh, it's a big holiday, one of my favorites. I'm bringing the room down, but there you go. Right, you're killing the vibe. But man. but now, big but finish. It's, but it's an important one. But uh, shout out, of course, to, to our, our lovely co-hostess with the Comosis, the queen of G.I. Joe cosplay, Joe Colton, who, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, is expecting this week. Yeah, she's... If you don't follow Joe Colton on, on uh, social media, she's ginormous. <laughs> she, is, she is ready to... <laughs> Expel this baby so and just be done. Yeah, because um, Joe Cole is man. She is seven foot three. Uh, this baby will probably weigh between twenty five and thirty pounds. Mm. So be sure to be sure to catch her on the cute phase. It'll come out of be it'll just absolutely be literally be nemesis enforcer. Right, right. <laughs> clawing arm elbow clawing its way out. Like I'm out of here. <laughs> Rawr! I, I think it's just I you know, but uh, it's either that or going to be Ben Grimm. I mean, just solid rock. <laughs> right, right. It's uh, but no, we're we're having fun. But but uh, Joe is a big baby herself, according to her mother, 
uh, which was a fun conversation to have. And I mean that in all seriousness. That was an awesome conversation to have. Oh, it was hilarious. Uh, so Joe Colton's baby is going to be a big baby, too. Uh, but but congratulations in advance to, to Joe and Wes. It, it really it could be it could be happening now. And she's just lighting up our phone. And we don't know because we're doing this stupid program. But um, but I got to, nothing. To Joe and Wes, a huge shout out and all of our love, and we hope to have news to give to everybody very, very soon. So exciting. Um, I want to give a shout out to our good friend Brian Lower, Hooded Cobra Commander 788. Uh, he is always out there plugging the damn show for us uh, as he does his live stream Tuesdays at 8 uh, before we jump on Tuesdays at 9 on the Superstation. Uh, so, uh, as always, a huge shout out to him. Uh, and, uh, you know, shout out, of course, Joe Slepsky for joining us tonight. Uh, always appreciate having you in the house. Wish we could do it more often. It is always uh, a pleasure. You guys are great. Uh, wish we had a comic book to talk about with you. Yeah. That'd be nice. You know, it's going to be June. So at this point. Well. Uh, <clears throat> uh, we have a. We have a. Ah. Ah. I'm not supposed to say something. But there should be news coming out soon. Yeah, we, well, we figured. Yeah, it's either either Yojo June or San Diego. We're gonna yeah, we're gonna know yeah. something at that point. Yeah, it, it was a, so, something. Something was announced on a on a call to retailers. Right. Uh, so we we figured that, but it's gonna be at least three months from June. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it's so, we're not gonna yeah. see any. Yeah, I we probably you know we probably yeah. won't, won't actually see anything this year. Right. So it's it's uh it's a long time coming. Yeah. So we would love to we would love to to do a a rack time style show for you, but uh, it, we gotta have a comic book first. But um, uh, of course, uh, shout out to everybody involved with the GI Joe brand. Uh, thank you so much for all the work that you do to keep us all happy and excited, and looking forward to stuff, and giving Big us respect. enough material to do a two hour show every week where we ramble on endlessly. And of course, thanks to you, uh, whether you're catching us here at, live or you're catching us on recording on YouTube. Are you catching us on a, on a, a audio replay? Uh, be sure if you're on YouTube, give us a like and a subscribe. Subs uh, really, sub subscribe to the channel. Uh, past watching us, that's the best thing you can do to help us out. Uh, we've got our, our swag shop link down below. We've got our coffee link down below. If you've got a few dollars laying around and you want to pick up some What's on Joe merchandise or you just want to support us, uh, that, those are there for you as well. Uh, our our uh, social media is down there as well. Uh, so be sure to get all the get just gorge yourself on all the what's on Joe mind your body can handle. Uh, Diana Davis notes: uh, There's more comic book news than we know. Actually, we know. That's just, exciting, Diana. I love it. Can't wait just, to hear. It. Just under the wire, right? We know. We know. We just can't talk about some things, right? And thanks to all the comments. You guys are great. Appreciate you Absolutely. watching. Except Absolutely. for that one guy. Oh, wait, that was last week. <laughs> that was last, yeah, that week. was last week. We don't care about him we anymore. Except yeah. for the Riddler. Right. But, uh, that's all we got. <laughs> oh, of course, Kokomo Toys. That's right. Uh, we haven't sung the theme song in a while. We'll probably keep it that way. But uh, <laughs> everybody have a great rest of the week. Uh, we hope you have more news for you, plus a special edition later this week. Uh, but until then, have a great rest of the week. Uh, as our friend Vagon likes to say, stay safe, and if you can't, be careful. Catch you next Tuesday at 9 for the next What's on Joe Mine team stream. Yo, Joe. <laughs>
Oh, 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 oh,